Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How's you, King? I'm excellent, how are you? Hooray, another week where you're not only fantastic, but excellent. I'm excellent and not ill again. <laughs> still not ill, so that's good. Well, still the off-season. It is. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but we're not actually in the penthouse this week. No. No. We're, we're at your summer palais, should we call it? We're not. Well, let's be honest. My dad's on holiday, so he's asked me to cat sit for him. So ah. I'm, I'm looking after my dad's Glamorous. house. Glamorous. That's a nice house. <laughs> it is a nice house, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's you know the lifestyle I lead. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm a bit annoyed, actually, King, because this week it was supposed to be nice and serene. We've set up our mock draft with our top ten. We have. We've learned from the top ten, and we're doing it slightly differently this week. We, uh, yeah, so we're going to carry on to 11. going to name one name per pick rather than eight. <laughs> <laughs> I still picked from 11 till 20. I don't know about you, but... Um, yeah, it was just supposed to be nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Talk about some news stories. Yes. They weren't supposed to get in the way. No, there wasn't meant to be any big news this week, but was there? 31 teams have played it cool. Yeah, no, they've stuck to stuck to script, haven't they? Yeah, but someone had to get involved, didn't they? Uh, yeah, the worst haircut of all time. <laughs> Decided to to call a vote. Yeah, thirty one of thirty two teams. Yeah, voted for it. Mm. What is it, Jim? It might just be the something Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I can't call them Oakland Raiders anymore. Well, the I can for the next couple of years. I think is everyone, everyone is Las Vegas them. Raiders. No, the Las Raiders is what they're now being called. I think. I've really? Seen on social media, when I don't go on it, but seven hundred fifty million of public money has moved them from Oakland, California, mm-hmm. to Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, makes business sense. Yes, but. Yes, it does. Well, yeah. it, it does. I mean, you know, this is business sense. It does. Vegas has suddenly gone from no franchises to two, mm-hmm. which is pretty exciting. Yeah, and it does mean though it's going to hurt some fans. For sure. Yeah. No, it will. And it's a long old trek from from Oakland to uh, to Vegas. Yeah. I've, I've driven it. It's not fun. <laughs> There's no real direct route, is there? Uh, no, no. And then the longest road in history through the desert, and mm-hmm. then and then you get there. And that's pretty much the journey. It's not going to be an easy trek for a diehard Oakland Raiders. No, uh, yeah, that's going to be if you're going to do it, you're doing a weekend. Mm. That's one of them. It's one of them ones. We better get an expert opinion then. Okay. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> I think we should because I'm intrigued to speak to him because I may or may not have been ridiculed about a move, a certain <laughs> move that my Chargers have had. So I'm looking forward to speaking to this guy. All right, let's bring him in, Punk Raider. How's it going, Punk? Yeah, not bad, chaps. How are we? Well, we're okay. We're just checking checking on you, really. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least I can go to Vegas. I don't have to go to LA, so... No. No, you've been there. You got run out <laughs> of town. We've been there, tried that, picked up NWA, <laughs> and now we're moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to move to us either. No, I, don't, I can't see NWA wanting to... You know, I can't see Ice Cube putting together a, a San Diego Chargers rap, but no. there you go. No, we might pick up, like, Vanilla Ice. Yeah. That's yeah. that's more your speed, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's more our demographic. Well, who are you going to get in Vegas, then? 
Well, well, you know, Liberace, Tom Jones, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. I don't. I don't think Vegas is going to be a problem, boys. I really don't. <laughs> Fantastic. Is he top even? He's been so excited to do that. Punk, you have no idea. <laughs> Uh, it did have to so be should we so, run through it all then? So what yep. what what are your thoughts then initially when you heard the news? Well, and it, I'm still in two minds. You got to remember when I first started supporting the Raiders, they were the LA Raiders anyway. So I didn't know them being in Oakland until when did they move back? '94. So to me, they were they were the LA Raiders, and yes, there was this big old you know Oakland homecoming and all the rest of it, but. I, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about Vegas. Vegas is a bit of a weird one. We've well, never had a team before, has it? It's it's completely well, virgin territory. Yeah, and it's, it's now got two. It's virgin territory for the whole NFL. And the problem... I just don't see how, with the NFL's current gambling rules, how they're going to stick a team in Vegas. And 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 they're going to have to change the rules. There's, there's going to have to be a culture change in the NFL. Because... I, th- I think currently they they don't allow any employees to, you know, even set foot in a, a building where there's uh, a sports book. So, yeah, some, something's going to have to change quite drastically. Well, they need to change that soon anyway. It's outmoded like their their stance on cannabis use, isn't it? It is. It is to a degree, but I think I think this is going to be much bigger. And and I mean, let's be honest. You're not going to build a, a billion-dollar stadium in the middle of Vegas, just off the strip, and not have every single casino hotel wanting a suite. Yeah, absolutely. It's got. There's got to be a change of culture. Otherwise, you are not going to immerse yourself in a place that, frankly, has never hosted a hosted a, a, a sports team. Certainly, uh, I, I know they've got the NHL franchise going there as well, uh, which is good because at least you Golden Knights. Yeah, you won't be the Golden Knights. But um, <laughs> sounds like something Donald Trump gets up to. Hey. <laughs> That's golden every night. That yeah. is. Hey. But no, I, I, I totally agree. I think there needs to be a change in culture if you're if you're going to be able to sort of immerse yourself within that location. Um, and it's you know it's one of the more recognisable franchises in the NFL. Well, mm. glo- globally, if you then start I, having tape of that half-empty stadiums because. No one, no one's, no one's actually invested. Uh, you know, whether that be sort of from a fan base perspective or a financial standpoint, no, uh, exactly. that's not what you and want. I think, I think, I mean, you bring up the financials and that. There, I think if you know, Mark Davis had wanted to sell the team to, I don't know, some tech guy or something, and have the tech guy build the stadium somewhere near Oakland, then you know, great, that would have happened. But it. I think it's quite obvious that he doesn't actually want to get rid of the team. No. And I think I think the city of Oakland itself hasn't helped the situation by not even wanting to explore possibilities of, of building a stadium there. Uh, I think this really, once, once your charges had moved to LA, this was the only option on the table, really. Yeah, uh, I, I, no, I agree with that. And it's similar to what happened with, with my charges in a sense that... I think it's slightly different because this is. I know it's been creeping up, and and the LA move was was a potential, but this Vegas thing's suddenly a reality. The the it's, charges, I think everyone knew for a couple of years, were always going to go to LA, and and once that was made clear, at, the people voted not to fund a new stadium. 
and you know and right, the- rightly or wrongly um that was sort of the fine you know the straw that broke the camel's back and and all of a sudden we we're, we're in LA absolutely but this i mean this is the other weird thing about this whole move is that you know we've been talking about it and muting on about it and for what probably best part of a year 18 months Yep. But there's still two or three years before we're actually going to move. Well, that's the next thing, Punk. I mean, well, how's that going to feel, watching a, a team that you know is leaving you? Well, this is it, isn't it? You, you're going to have to do something pretty special to to keep the fans. And, you know, Raider fans are absolutely nuts. We know this. Raider fans, the we know you. Is, <laughs> is just, you know, it's, it's probably the most passionate fan base in the NFL. So... It's certainly up there, keep, yeah. If you can keep Allegedly. the black hole on side, then you've got a chance. But how do you keep them on side, though? How on earth I, do you keep them on side? You've just basically said you're moving away from them. But I, oh, I, hang on, can you still keep buying tickets to this old decrepit stadium? Yeah, well, they've offered I mean, refunds. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. They've offered refunds. I, I, can't, I haven't figured it all out yet. But right. I mean, normally with an NFL move, like you say, uh, King, it's you know. It suddenly comes out, and then three months later, the team's gone. This, well, look at, look at, look at whole... the Chargers. It's like a band They've aid. moved to a 27,000-seater stadium just to get away from their fans and the, the vitriol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know if that's going to happen with the Raiders fans. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's the interesting. That worries me, the other thing that worries me about this whole thing is, is there a big enough NFL community in Vegas that wants the Raiders? Mm. Or is it just going to be a stadium full of tourists who happen to be in Vegas for the weekend? And hey, let's get let's go to a game. I've got some comp tickets from the from the casino I'm staying at. Yeah, but yeah. That means there's no atmosphere. Let's you watch know? the Raiders yeah. and go and watch the Blue Man Group. <laughs> yeah, Celine exactly. Dion is doing every yeah. halftime show <laughs> She's for well. the next yeah. ten yeah. years. Residency yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the black hole. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's just a lot of unanswered questions and a lot of uncertainty. Am I happy about it? I don't know. I really can't tell you at the minute. I really can't put a finger on. I can see the reasons and the logic behind it. I don't know if it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. All I know is that it's happening. They're gonna build. If you if you look at the the rendering videos of, of the stadium, I mean, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it does look if great. If you think the new Viking Stadium looks good, wait till you see this thing. But and and it's literally you know two blocks over from the strip. So I, I yeah you know shiny new things are nice, but they seem um, to have um, organised the location now, isn't it? It's just off the I fifteen. Is yeah, it's, it's kind of downtown Las Vegas. That was important. If you move too far out of the centre, no one's going to go there. No. Not even I mean, the people that live in Vegas. No. It literally is stones throwing distance to the MGM Grand and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's walking distance from the Strip. You you wouldn't even have to drive. Obviously, you know, if you're coming up from Oakland, you might. But <laughs> The <laughs> double-edged sword for that, though, Punk, is that all the players are that close to the MGM Grand. And to, well, this is... This the other is the other there. thing, isn't it? I mean, the NFL, the Raiders themselves, the NFL are going to have to be really disciplined about about players. Uh, again, like I was saying earlier, it's it's you know not just the gambling thing, but it's Vegas. You you stick. I mean, thank Christ we don't have Jamarcus Russell there anymore. You know, Can you imagine <laughs> what he'd have done with eighty million dollars in the middle of Vegas at twenty two years old. Or I think we all know what he'd have done. <laughs> yeah. The same thing. Same thing Ryan Leaf did. Yeah, it's um, 
No, it is. Yeah, that that will be interesting to see how it pans out. Because I don't know if you've been to Vegas, Punk, but it is in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. There's there's nothing but desert around it, so we can hide the bodies. But yeah. <laughs> not of your own line. They are big old bodies. Talking no, of that, why does Mark Davis look like, he's, look like he's been dredged out of a river? I mean, what's going on? I don't know. Possibly the worst haircut I've ever seen in my life. Still cutting his hair, to be honest. For a man that rich, he shouldn't look that blotchy. No, he really. Well, he I do, I, there's a couple of things I don't like about it, Punk. One, one thing is he's come out this week and said he really wants to win a, a Super Bowl for, for Oakland. <laughs> well, don't move. Yeah. Don't move then. The well, other thing, yeah. he's offered yeah. refunds to people if they want refunds. Now, offering the refunds, that's something I've never heard of. When, it, when, when has an NFL owner ever offered a refund? Well, this is the interesting thing. So he's offered refunds, but then he's also increased the season ticket price by 40% for the next season. Well, he says that's the um, Oakland Stadium raising the rent by three times on him. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that might just be a carryover from the stadium. Potentially. The other thing I don't like is that you guys have, let's be honest, been a bit rubbish over the last sort of, let's say, 10 years. And you're all of a sudden... let's, let's be generous and call it 13. All right, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, either way, and then all of a sudden, you start to get good. It looks promising. Yep. The Raiders fans and the Oakland Raider yeah. nation Sniffing are exciting. The playoffs at last. And... Yeah, yeah. And do you know what, frankly, would have gone deeper in the playoffs had you not had um, Cars injury. Connor Cook in uh, starting quarterback. Absolutely, I agree with all of that. And, and you know, it is the, the Oakland fans that I feel most sorry for. Mm. because of that they've they've you know carried the team for the last 13 years when they have been absolutely toilet mm. and now like you say you know you've got car you've got the defensive player of the year and in two or three years they're not going to be there anymore no they're so, they're like the raiders are like the kaiser soze to oakland <laughs> of winning seasons <laughs> you suddenly you suddenly witness it and then like that it's gone it's gone yeah <laughs> it's not like the Browns had to go through isn't it with Belichick that's true no the Browns the Browns have never never been they were going to the, the season that the... they folded they were they were tipped to hit the Super Bowl really yeah I don't remember that they're, they Bill, they're Bill Belichick look, look the back mate the Browns team I remember being any good got to the AFC Championship game in about 87 and and we, we've gone way off topic already, but we'll, we'll show and, you some links. <laughs> and, and throw them out, because that was all Bernie Kosar and, and that lot, wasn't it? But yeah. I don't... Really, did Belichick get them that far? See, it's, it shows how irrelevant that, that AF, uh, AFC North is, really. Whoa, 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 whoa. Best coach of all time. <laughs> Best coach of all time. All right, all right. Well, let's... Um, now we've got you here, actually, Punk. Let's talk Go about on. your current roster, because there have been some movements in free agency. Have been a few movements, yeah. Still, you've, still hoping that there might be one or two more. Well, you've you've covered yourself if Derek Carr goes down again, haven't you? Because you picked up EJ Manuel from the Bills as your backup now, <laughs> and I think that makes sense to be honest. Someone like EJ Manuel, yeah. Um, it was quite obvious when Carr went down last year. I mean, not that McLoyan couldn't be good, but he's obviously a bit of a liability if he's going to injure himself every time he takes the field. McLean. So, you know, it's. Um, yeah, I think it's sensible. It gives Connor Cook that time to, to breathe and grow and learn to be a quarterback as well. So I don't mind that pickup. And to be fair, whenever I've seen EJ Manuel play, he's not been the worst quarterback on the planet. 
I can think of a few starting quarterbacks that aren't, aren't as good as he is. So. There is maybe two or three people on the planet worse than him. <laughs> that, no, I disagree. <laughs> I completely disagree. He's I not... think there are starting quarterbacks in this league currently that are worse than him. Oh, Simmer he's down. completely swallowed it, hasn't he? Simmer he's drunk the Kool-Aid. What has happened here? Simmer punk? down. That's outrageous. <laughs> Do you think this means that Connor Cook's going to get some reps in practice now? I, I felt so bad no. for that guy. No, no one will get reps in practice. They're, they're no Derek Carr's. Yeah, Derek Carr wants all the reps. <laughs> all the reps. He's riddled with reps, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's got Tourette's. Infested. That was a little joke there. Tourette's. Yeah. Well <laughs> done, King. Well done. How about uh, Cordero Patterson, then, from the Vikings? That, the, the Enigma. A, that's, that's kind of just a straight swap with... Um, uh, Andre, isn't it? Andre Holmes. Really? Yes. Um, he's. I mean, Patterson. Yeah, he'll 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 get you. You know, one seventy yard catch and six drops, and then a forty yard punt return. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe with a more accurate quarterback throwing to him, mm. he might do something. But he's not setting my world on fire, to be honest. How about Jared Cook then at tight end? Picked him Cook's up. Looks useful because it's the one thing Alford was a little bit uh, problematic last year is that he's too slow off the line. He's a big uh, boy. He wasn't, he wasn't getting. He's a big old boy and he can block like a beast, but he he just was a little bit slow getting out in in pass uh, situations. So I think for Carr it's a good target, but again, injury prone. You know, he's got to stay on the field and stay fit. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, because Rivera, the other option at tight end, I noticed they started to lean on him more towards the end of season, which I think sort of showed that they weren't fully happy with with Wolford. But I don't think he's re-signed a contract yet, Rivera. No. He's out of contract this summer. Ah, uh, uh, possibly. I don't know. You probably know more than I do on that I know. One. I don't know if he's re-signed a contract. I don't know if he's out of contract this summer. I don't know if he's, they've picked up his, his option. Um, the other person you brought in is Marshall Newhouse from the New York Giants at right tackle. I'm sure he's very good because if he's <laughs> if he's being brought in to, I mean seriously, if he's being brought in and to create competition for that line yep. after the way they played last year, he can't be a slouch. So yeah, no, good for him. I hope he likes sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, the people that you've lost, Punk. Let's uh, start with a big one. Malcolm Smith has gone to Sam Fran of all places on a five-year deal. It's fine. I mean, Malcolm Smith did struggle last year in pass coverage. I mean, that's no secret. Uh, yes, he was, you know, he is a very good tackler. I'm not sure he's the complete linebacker that you need, really, in uh, uh, middle linebacker there. Okay. Um, so I would not be surprised if, if we end up drafting somebody uh, for, for that area of the field. Stacey but, McGee, she's gone to Washington. Uh, for another five-year deal, <laughs> she was great in tights, wasn't she? <laughs> she was. And uh, Menelik Watson, Menelik, Menelik Watson. I mean, I obviously soft spot for Menelik yep. purely being you know London boy and you know being a, a captain when the Raiders were over here uh, to play the Dolphins. Less said about that, the better. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's landed on his feet. He's gone to the Broncos. The Broncos obviously need help on the line. Um, yep, it's going to be interesting when we play them twice next year to see if he starts or not. Uh, but, yeah, no, good luck to him. You know, obviously deemed surplus to requirements or decided the money t- 
to re-sign wasn't enough. So away we go, we move on. I guess the other big now is Latavius Murray. He's gone to Minnesota. Yeah, um, really. Uh, Murray's a reasonable back, and for a what was he seventh round pick, sixth round pick. Yeah, you've got him, think, you've got him for the you've got value from, haven't you? Based on the yeah, way you took yeah. him in the draft, so I think exactly. But but there are times where he's just the most frustrating running back in the league. Yeah, because a hole will open up. They'll one to his right hand side will be open field, and he'll run to his left where there's three defenders. Are you it, commenting <laughs> on the fact he's a little bit boss eyed? <laughs> I, I don't know if he's boss eyed or whether he's just got some tick and he can't look to the right. I don't, you know. Well, that's why they've got. They've taken him to Minnesota, I think, because Sam Bradford can only look right. He can only look left, apparently. Oh, they match so up. So together, they're a one-two punch of just any normal one person. It's like two halves of a locket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that little treasure wow. piece that you need to put together to, to unlock, apparently, a decent offense in Minnesota. <laughs> they're so, so close. No, I mean, Murray, Murray, yes, we've got our money's worth. We move him on. It means we've got a nice big hole to fill uh, at running back. You've got Richard and Washington, haven't you? Uh, Richard and Washington, yes. Both what I would call change of pace backs. They're definitely not every down backs. No. Um, I, I, think, think, I think you guys are going to draft Mixon. We, mm, possibly. I, th- I don't know. I haven't sat down and, and done my mock draft stuff yet. So I, you probably I, figured out more than I have. I but. think you'll take him in the third round. Because he is, he is as good as Dalvin Cook, who everyone is predicting to be a first rounder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just had the issue of punching a girl in the face on video. Whoops. Yeah, I mean, and he is extremely talented. He's from Oklahoma. He looks like an Oklahoman running back in a sense that he reminds me. He reminds me a lot of Demarco Murray and Adrian Peterson, that sort of mould. Um. And actually, a third-round pick, if you can deal with the off-the-field issues, there's not been another instance because you can tell. There's video phones and social media, you'd know if there'd been another incident. I think, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I think there's value in a third-round pick for him if you can deal with the fact that you're going to get some backlash because of the domestic abuse. Um, I, think, I think he's... I mean, I agree. I think he is, he is talented enough. Um, I don't... I think there is a change in culture at the Raiders. I don't think... You know, we, we, we managed to support Alden Smith. Coach Del Rio, he doesn't take fools lightly. You know, he, you're not going to pull the wool over his eyes. If he, you know, if he hasn't, when he speaks to him on the phone, if he if he really gets an inkling that something's up, he's not going to pull the trigger. No, now, I, I, no, I agree. I totally agree. And I, I frankly, it's a difficult situation because the video, you couldn't tell what had gone on. We, Jim and I sort of briefly mentioned it on the podcast previously. It, mm-hmm. was, a, it was a tough one to assess. And because there's mm-hmm. not been anything else, he owned up to it immediately and apologised, which I quite liked. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the fact that, he, you know, taking responsibility for his actions. That's, yep. that's always a good sign in, in a youngster. Um, my, my, my only thing would be, I suppose, do you take out an insurance policy on him? Do you go and get Adrian Peterson or Marshawn Lynch or you know someone like that to kind of ease him into it for the first six games or so. Those stories have gone I, very cold over the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Yeah, the Lynch they stories. Have. I mean, the the, the rumours I've been hearing is that Peterson's still walking around asking for seven, eight million dollars for one season. Which That's not just what he's saying now. Happen. That's not what he's come out and said uh, just yesterday. 
Oh, has he changed his mind now? Has yeah, he, now, he's, now he's saying that he didn't tell his agent to ask for eight million a year. He's of course not. He just wants the to agent play. did that all on his own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But um, no, Even I think then. I think Mixon would be a good pickup for you. And actually, third round pick money's nothing for a running back. And um, no, that's true. That's and you true. Can, you I can mean, quickly chop him, like get rid of him. But I do, yeah. I do agree. I think you need to look at the linebackers because American Smith and he did drop off a cliff this year. Mm. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, he doesn't look like the super MVP he was, and actually, frankly, the reason he won MVP was because he was good in pass coverage and pick, had a pick six. Part of the Legion of Boom. It's, it's well, weird no, as well. The Legion, this... the Legion of Boom's just the backfield. It's not the linebackers. It all kind of counts. Yeah, it really doesn't. We're <laughs> 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 saying Cliff Abel's no good then. Say it again. Cliff Abel's the Legion no of Boom. You, you'd be better off saying Bobby Wagner because at least he gets picks. Oh, Wagner, is, you love Cliff, Wagner. Cliff Abel's a middle linebacker. I just mentioned anyone. <laughs> uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, I do think you need to address the running back situation because you're, you're built running, to win run, and you need to um, establish play action for those white, for your passing attack to work. Exactly. You need exactly. a credible threat and, there. You know, defensively, we do need probably another cornerback or two but having said that you know the entire league probably needs another cornerback or two and then um, yeah. yeah speak for yourselves middle, we've got the league leader in interceptions in LA <laughs> for half oh, the season feels horrible saying and they got injured <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's quite weird actually because we've we've already done the top 10 of the mock draft and usually the Raiders would have been picked by now but you, you don't get, <laughs> get picked <laughs> until 24th this time punk so we can't tell yeah, you who we'd have picked for you I kind of don't know if I can be bothered to stay up till three in the morning to kind of, you know, watch number 24, to be honest. I might oh, just, come on. I might just go to bed and then, you know, get up in the morning and, and watch it. But, you know, it's we'll not see. the same. We'll it's see. not the same. We can't convince uh, you to come over then, punk. Come well, and spend the draft know. with us. Extend an invitation and, and put a free beer or two on the table. Oh, and of see course. What happens. You can come to the penthouse. Yeah. Come to the penthouse. The King's New Royal Castle. We'll be up the whole of that first night. Yeah. So we'd yeah. love to have you there as well. Am, to but be yeah. fair, and to we be might fair, even I watch the NFL. Am, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'm getting old, boys. I'm getting old. Ah, no one's... you've got a few years in the old dog left. No one's doubting that, mate. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Punk. It's lovely to talk to you as always. No worries, guys. And uh, I'll speak to you soon. You will. Hopefully, you know, a bit more upbeat news about signing of Adrian Peterson or something I don't know <laughs> can, can, but we'll, can we'll I leave you on up. this punk can I ask you who you'd rather have Lynch or Peterson Lynch having had a year out and Peterson having had another knee surgery that's tough it's really tough um, I think knowing the way he heals and comes back and how motivated he can be, especially if he thinks he's on a team that's got a chance of winning it all. I think I'd go Peterson. Interesting. Okay. Ooh. Mainly just because I think Lynch can be a little bit standoffish, a little bit. The thing, the thing that Coach Del Rio's really put in place is team, and you can just tell that they all go for each other. And I'm not sure personality-wise, Marshall Lynch fits in with that. No, it's interesting. Neither of them are, are known for being good blockers on third down. Neither no. of them are particularly good catching out the backfield. No. So, they're, they're you know, both... you would use... Whichever one... With, yeah, let's let's pretend we sign Peterson. You use Peterson on first and second down, and then Washington and co are coming in after that. So, you know, it, it, 
it, it really would be running back by committee, but it would be a decent committee. Yeah, no, interesting. I appreciate your honesty with that. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, cheers, Punk. No worries, guys. Thank you for that, as ever. Catch up soon. Yeah, take care, man. Bye. Bye. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. It's episode 35, King. It is. You're keeping count. Viva Las Radas. Yes. yes. <laughs> you were so excited when you played that music. Yep. And it was so great to get Punk on again. You know, this is a, a monumental day for them. It is monumental. He is absolutely a fan favourite as well. Yes. Yeah, he might be the fan's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might be. He's definitely top three. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. He's in the in the ballot. Yeah. No, thank you for coming on, Punk, if you are listening. I hope you are, because you're in it. Yeah, you better do. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, he's dead to us. He's never yeah. coming on again. <laughs> we'll find out, because we can actually reference this when the next time we see him. Okay, so let's get back to what we are supposed to do at the very start of this. Yep. Then, King. And let's actually move on with our mock draft that we started last week. We did the really exciting top ten. That's when you get to pick anything from the candy store. Yep. So now we're going to continue as if the picks that we made... Are set in stone. Yep. And as I pick 10... I'm picking 11. You're picking 11 for the New Orleans Saints. Yes, I am. What are you doing with the Saints then? Uh, Well, they got holes. Oh. Oh, have they got holes. In different area codes. Yeah, they've got holes. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm going to go and try and solidify... I'm going down the Carolina Panthers route, which is solidify the front and then work backwards. They've okay. got, they've got Cam Jordan. Yes, who is an excellent defensive end. Yep, pro bowler. I'm going to give him a a running mate <sighs> on the opposing side. Okay, I'm going to give him Derek Barnett from Tennessee. Ooh. Defensive end. This guy could be the best pure pass rusher in the draft. I think I said that last week. You did. Thirty-two sacks in three years, Jim. Yeah. He's a junior. <laughs> yeah. He's he's declared early. Thirty two sacks he's got in college. So I'm frank I'm putting that guy opposite Cam Jordan. Yeah. And all of a sudden the Saints have got a bit of a, a bit of a pass rush. They've addressed an area of need and they've got a later first round pick as well to solidify another area of need. So they're in a good position based on that pick, I think. I think that'll definitely help them against their division rivals. Yeah, I think so. Although you have got two optiony QBs there with you know with Cam Newton and uh, Jameis Winston. Yeah, true. I think if they're going to go for a developmental guy, I would I wouldn't go down that route. I'd go second or third round personally. For what? Mahomes. Oh, you're talking about a quarterback? No, I wasn't talking about that. I was saying you're picking someone to rush the, the passer. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant they need to address quarterback. No, no. What I'm saying is you're asked, you're getting someone else to rush the passer. In that division, you've got two quarterbacks that are fairly mobile. Yeah. Matt Ryan's not. So no. I'm not counting him in that, <laughs> that conversation. No, but not. No. I'm just thinking that, you know, those guys do do manage to move around in the pocket and, and get the ball out. They so. do, but we've touched on a number of times this year one of those quarterbacks shrinks when he's put under pressure Matt Ryan no oh right no yeah Cam Newton yeah Yeah. so I think if you can do that then you're already 
That's one team you might have beaten just purely based on pass rush. Mm-hmm. And it is area of need. So I think that's the best pick for them at that position. Take the best pass rusher in the draft. And then you can address maybe the secondary later on. There's a deep safety and corner draft this year. You've got some weapons. You hit on Michael Thomas in the second round last year. Yeah. So I think from that perspective, pass rush is the place to go. Good value with Derek Barnett. 11th. I've got him around that in on my board. So I think that's a value pick as well. So yeah. Yeah. Solid, solid pick. I'm happy with that one. Fancy knowing who I picked for the Saints at 11? Well, we weren't going to do it, but why not? We yeah. Were, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, what do the Saints like? Safeties. A French name. <laughs> they <right>. do. <laughs> and they do need a cornerback. So I picked Fabian Moreau from UCLA. Interesting. Now, he's a very good shutdown corner. He is. He... And I think he would have been perfect against those passes. I actually have two corners ahead of him. Interesting. Oh, well, I don't think he's the best corner, but I think my big the French name put him over the top. Yeah, yeah. I actually have three. Sorry, I'm lying to you. I have three corners. I'm just looking at my board. I have three corners above him. That doesn't mean they're necessarily above him. No. No. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have gone down that route. But I agree they do need secondary help. Such a deep draft. I think they can pick him up at the end of the first round. Well, they do have another go. So they could go back-to-back back with our picks, Jim. So I think that's mm-hmm. very apt of you to mention it now. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's who I, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. No, secondary is absolutely an area of need. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it's my turn now. It so is. And it's my turn to use the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> it so is. Do you want this is... They have picked up some collateral. Yeah. Are you chucking a trade in here for Jimmy Garoppolo? Go. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I can't stand this whole trade thing with Garoppolo. There are other quarterbacks that you can... It's not the only quarterback in the world. They're talking about two firsts for Garoppolo. I know, it's not right. He was a third round pick three years ago. Yeah. And what's he done since? Sat behind Tom Brady for a couple he of played, years. He played two games, which he won, got injured. Yeah, but he played for the Patriots. <laughs> you can get wins for the Patriots. I know, Jacoby Brissett got wins. Oy, oy, oy. No, no, I'm looking at the Browns, okay? And I think... Knowing the Browns, Zane Gonzalez... Kicker from Arizona State. No, come on, be it's serious. What? No, be serious. Who are you going to? What go you think they're going to do that? No, they're not going to do that. They need a kicker, all right. And Zane Gonzalez oh, is widely up. regarded. No, please as... stop. You're not going to go with that in the first round. You're ridiculous. <laughs> no, be serious. Who, who all right, okay. This is the with? new Browns. Okay, new Browns. So Deshaun Watson is the the quarterback off the board. Wow, we got one off the board. We've got one finally off the board. Um, I I reference I would have probably taken him for the Bears at three. Yeah, you had Solomon Thomas go in there, so uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with a quarterback. It's one that seems like the obvious choice. Uh, he wins a lot for Clemson. He does. And when you look at it, they've lost um, Josh McCown now. He's gone off to the Jets. Uh, they're, they're probably not picking up Robert Griffin the third's contract, so they need to. They haven't got uh, Terrell Pryor to be quarterback either, so they're going to need someone else. Uh, to pick up the load and I think it's you might as well be Deshaun Watson yeah I agree I agree I think that's a solid pick up if, if you think he is the best quarterback and I he's don't. a franchise guy I'm not saying you I'm saying it's the Browns think <laughs> he is um, I do like him there's there's things about him I think his intangibles I actually really like frankly he's he's mentally tough right solid guy but one thing the big game he tends to shine brightest Two massively impressive performances against Alabama in back-to-back championship games. Yep. One he lost in a losing effort. K 
came back, wasn't deterred, and beat them the second time. And he's the only person to throw for over 400 yards back-to-back games against Alabama in a lot of years. Crazy. And you look at that, their first round, the first round talent they've got. They've probably got four or five guys, uh, three, four guys that's going to go in the first round on their defense. So he's playing against a high caliber team there. I'm not mad at that pick, frankly. Good. Because <laughs> it's not- probably what they're going to do. Yeah, they need to address the quarterback situation. Again. Again. I think, though, that they're not going to do it this year. Okay. I think that they're going to go maybe with another Bama player in OJ Howard. Another solid, safe pick. So you've got the two safest picks in in Garrett and, and Howard. Yeah. Frankly, similar to the suck for luck, because there's a couple of quarterbacks in next year's draft. That's what I said about this year's draft. You can't do that. No, there wasn't anyone this year. This this year was known to be a poor draft. But well, Sean year, Kaiser before the season started. Yeah, but he's not great. Now he, you say that. Yeah, true. But I think next year's looking very good. So uh, I think they're gonna. That's that's their plan. You can't go into a season hoping to lose every game. You can if you've got stability and safety. <laughs> There's no stability in Cleveland. No, but you've got safety from a coaching standpoint. I think Jackson has been good with quarterbacks. I think he's looking for someone to service them over to the next stage. And if you're investing the 12th overall pick in Sean Watson, which I'm not saying necessarily is a bad idea, but I think there's better quarterbacks next year. Fine. I'm picking Deshaun Watson. Excellent. Solid pick. I agree. I saw Carson Wentz get picked up last year and because I gave up the pick. And he had a good season. Yeah. And he had a good I'm season. I'm not doing it again. I'm not giving up Deshaun Watson and then seeing him go and get an 8-8 eight and eight season. Yeah, that well, they'd kill for an eight and yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Cleveland can't. I can't let it go. Can't nope. let it go. No, nope. I think that's a good pick, mate. Thanks, man. I I like the guy, <laughs> and I'm higher on him than you are. You, you are. picked him twelfth, and I wouldn't have done. No, well, I just went with the consensus pick, really. Yeah, that's uh, well, wasn't happy about it, but no, okay, that's that's fair enough, mate. That's who I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be picking. So. It's your turn now, King. Is the it? Arizona Cardinals. Could you have believed they were picking 13 after what they did the year before? Yeah, no, I can't. I couldn't believe it. Frankly, I thought they were Super Bowl bound, so mm. that's... Uh, the well, wheels have fallen off. They have. And frankly, they've had two first-round picks in the last two years that have not played no. at all. They had... Oh, I can't even remember. Humphreys. DJ Humphreys. And then yep. they had Robert Kandichi. Neither yep. of them have stepped up. No. Frankly, so Kandichi needs to do that, especially with Campbell leaving. No, Campbell's gone. Yeah, he's got a space. Absolutely. They don't need a corner. Who my next to my big board is a corner. Right. So I'm going to give them a wide receiver. Oh, you're not, are you? I Why? Am. Well, because they lost a receiver halfway through the season to the Patriots, didn't they? Yeah, so they need a wide receiver. No, uh, they don't really. Larry Fitzgerald is at the end of his career. There are other problems. <laughs> there are absolutely Don't other problems, it. but I'm giving them a wide receiver. Okay. Do you know who I'm going to give them? I think I know who you're going to give them. Corey Davis. Oh! Wide receiver. Corey Davis. Okay. Western Michigan. Yeah? Why is that? Inside and outside threat. He can play in the slot. He can play outside as well. Yeah. And do you know who he reminds me of? Lofty praise coming. Ooh. He's T.O. without the issues. You're joking. He is T.O. without the issues. Without the O. I was heavy on Mike Williams. I've watched a lot of film this week and Corey Davis has overtaken him in my rankings. 
Really? So I'm going with Corey Davis, first wide receiver off the board from Western Michigan. There you go. All right. Are you happy with that pick? Well, that's fine because that's not who I thought you were going to pick. Um, I had them going with Zach Cunningham, the best linebacker in the draft from Vanderbilt. Yep, strong pick. Led the SEC with 125 stops. So, yep. Come on. That's all you need to know yeah, about no. a defense that really got very vanilla last year. It did get vanilla. They do need help at linebacker, so I think Cunningham would be a really solid pick. Yeah. I just think that that offense floundered this year. I think they need to take another year, work on the defense. They've got one more year of Palmer and Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. and then they can clean house next next draft. Mm-hmm. If you say there's these new quarterbacks coming in and whatever. And yeah, they're going to There are always going to be new receivers to be able to be picked up. So, Yeah, no, I agree. I th- I just think Davis is special. He's fine. Who he reminds me the most of coming out of college is um, Damaris Thomas, frankly. There's not... But with a little... He's a little bit more polished than Thomas. Thomas, frankly, only run go routes. But that physical T.O. Thomas type receiver. Um, but because he can run routes, he's able to play inside as well immediately. Yeah. So I like that. And to learn off fits for next year, at least the next year, is, you know, I, no one can argue that's going to be beneficial for a receiver. No. Um, so I just think it's a solid pick. And linebackers, again, you can address it later. There's a few left on the board um, that I think you can help. Um, but I do think Cunningham's a solid pick. But I'm sticking with Davis. Okay. That's fine. It's a good, gun. again, it's a good pick. There's still loads of really good pieces out there, aren't they? This is a deep draft. It is. It's a deep draft. I'm happy because I've got all my people still here in the line, ready yeah, to go. If you want anything but a quarterback or a lineman, off, uh, offensive yeah. lineman, yeah. you are loving life in this draft. Yeah. It is so deep. Mm-hmm. So you're going with, who are the Eagles going with at 14? The Philadelphia Eagles, the spreadable Eagles. Mm. Well. The spread Eagles. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, we all know what was wrong with the Eagles last season. Yes. They had no receivers. Exactly. They had the worst receiving core in the league. Exactly. I said this before. Picked- I've left a guy for you, haven't I? You have. I know you're going with as well. They picked up Oshon Jeffrey and they picked up Tory Smith, which are great pickups for them. Excellent. Great experience. Don't do it because they picked up Oshon Jeffrey. He's too similar. No. Mike Williams oh! is still going to the Philadelphia Eagles. How you can't let him go past 14 on this board? Of course you can. I'd this have gone guy- John Ross. I would have still gone my receiver. I'd have gone John Ross. No, no, no. no. no listen. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Clemson. Yes. Has the pedigree. It does. It does. And I'm picking him. They might have had a couple of players that have been re- decent recently. You need, if you now know that Carson Wentz is the franchise quarterback going yep. forwards, you want to stick someone with him like a, you know, a Stafford and Megatron partnership. Mm-hmm. You want someone that's going to be there for eight to ten years. Yep. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Okay. Solid. Solid. Pick. So it, it's a completely the the floor is so high. You're yeah, on the yeah. second floor. He looks. <laughs> he looks like another Mike who came out recently. Yeah. I think he's <laughs> Mike. Came out. The with. NFL comparison is is Mike Evans. I think for me. Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. Ran a strangely similar forty. Mm. I know unofficial because it was at the combine. Uh, it was at his pro day and not at the combine. But strangely similar. He's too big. He's too strong. Yeah. And he will be, if nothing else, will be an immediate red zone threat. Well, exactly. But I still would have gone John Ross because they've got Alshon Jeffrey. They've got that. I just think that Mike Williams is the more blue chip player. And, and I cannot argue with you. So you've got to pick him first. 
Okay. Okay. Got to pick him first. Okay. I'm liking that pick. I am locked in. Mike Williams is now officially off our mock draft board. He is. We're up to 15 now, and the Indianapolis Vanilla Colts. Yeah. This is a team that struggled, not just last season, but really the season before. Because the season before, they had injuries with Andrew Luck. And you could pick a myriad of different players here, King. I'm actually interested who you're going to pick here. What position do you think is the most immediate need? Everywhere, except quarterback. (laughs) And maybe wide receiver. Mm. Um, tight ends, all right. Tight ends, okay. to an extent. Okay, I'm gonna go cornerback. Okay, I think they're gonna go defense this year. Right. So, which cornerback are you taking them? I've given you a chance of free there above uh, Fabian Maru. <laughs> oh, he's still there, really. But. He is. He is. Can I change my mind? I just what? had an immediate shot. I'm just going off big board this today. Right. I'm going to throw a curveball in there. Because I think, based on our mock draft, there's been a little bit of a run on one position. One of which was your fault, because you've put someone at way too high. Oh, really? Way Who's that? too high. Who have I done then? Dalvin Cook. What's wrong with him being there? Way too high for him. So I'm going to go with the second best running back in this year's class. Who's that? And my favourite running back in this year's class. Right. I'm going to give Andrew Luck a weapon. Who's that? I'm going to give him a triple threat. I'm going to give him Christian McCaffrey, (laughs) running back, Stanford. Okay. He is... The two Stanford-headed monster, then. Stanford and Stanford. They are the smartest offence in the league. It's not like a solicitor's. They just suffered and suffered. Yeah. Triple threat. He by that, if you don't know what that means, it means he can play running back, he can play receiver, and he can help you on punt returns, mm. and kick returns. He is so dynamic. His knowledge of the offense and his football IQ is, unpre- frankly, is unprecedented from a running back standpoint. The fact on his pro day, he didn't even ru- work out as a running back because you've seen him in college. He only worked out as a receiver just to show you what he could do. Yeah, and the other thing that I think people underestimated prior to the combine, he showed some explosiveness there. Was actually ran a forty quicker than Dalvin Cook, had better leaping ability and a longer broad jump. So he, I it's interesting. I watched Shannon Sharp on ESPN recently, and his comment was Christian McCaffrey would be a top ten draft pick if he was black, and just said because he's white, he's being, he he's just being overlooked. Okay, and that's an interesting for Sharp, who is uh, he's you know, black, is is black, <laughs> and is an iconic football, uh, you know, football player, yeah, or pre- uh, retired footballer. I thought that was a really interesting comment for him to say because it sh- matched what I was seeing on tape. Okay, so I think value-wise, McCaffrey at fifteen to the Colts addresses an area of need, gives him another dynamic playmaker for for luck to use and frankly someone who can get off the line quick and beat a linebacker similar to the Tom Brady type offense where luck's having to prolong plays until Hilton's open or yeah, or Jack Doyle or absolutely but McCaffrey will give you that immediate right actually if I need to get rid of the ball quickly because the line's fallen apart as always mm-hmm. I can uh, I can do that so I think a couple of things there but I think McCaffrey's the guy I think that is an inspired choice do you actually thing. like it I love that pick Good. I love it. I went with a very similar one for the Colts. Okay. 
but you've you've usurped that. I picked a Curtis Samuel. Okay, yeah. As a running back slash wide receiver. Yeah. Because he can do both. But yeah. you're right, uh, pick your poison. Christian McCaffrey can do everything. We both quite like him as well, don't we? I do, yeah. I'm super high on him, but I know you like him as well. I do like him. I'm looking forward to hopefully not seeing him pick up the Patriots. Because that's the one place I don't want to see him end up. He'd be Please don't go there. He'd be frightening in that offense. I know, I know. Please oh. don't go there. Oh. Uh, okay, so I've got... Oh, no. Pick 16. I wasn't looking forward to this, King. Mm. Because I now have to pick someone for the Baltimore Ravens. You're loving it. So Zane Gonzalez, the kicker <laughs> from... <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, I'll... I did what you kind of did and I looked at the big board and what was left Mm -hmm. and so I have to take off my Steelers cap and pick the best player available that I think is is there you do Um, yeah and let's face it Baltimore got loads of holes Mm -hmm. so they can't get too mad whatever I pick Um, I went with Jabril Peppers okay safety slash linebacker from Michigan he's second on my big board left so yeah I'm with you there I think good value well, yeah, he is. He's, he's a really great player. He's he's right up there in the top two or three for the, for his position. Have you seen Harbaugh's interviews on his pro day? No, I haven't. Said he was he the go? most intelligent footballer he'd ever worked with, and he really? was at, he was Andrew Luck's coach at college, in college. Andrew yeah. Luck, the qualified engineer, in three years. Mm. That's crazy, that Andrew Luck. Yeah, he's he's basically a hybrid player. He can blitz, cover, and chase. Um, he had a lot of problems, as we mentioned in the uh, the Combine podcast. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is basically a strong safety that can can do a lot for them. So I just looked at the best player left, and I love his. Ver- I actually really like his versatility, and I think that's where the game's going. Yeah. So he's a linebacker yeah. safety sort of hybrid uh, in the Mark Barron, who was a bit rubbish, frankly, with the uh, with the Buccaneers, but then moved on to the the Rams and had a really really good couple of years when he he's did. playing linebacker. Yeah. Um, but he was sort of the Mark Barron, um, you know, Keanu Neal to some extent, but also like the um, Cam Chancellor mould, yep. where they're big bodied safeties who can come up into the box and hit. Uh, he's got instincts, he can delay blitz, which is exciting. And I just think he is a footballer. Do you know what I mean? Like he might not have a definitive he position knows the game. now, but yeah. he will excel at the next level because he is one, a phenomenal athlete, and two, his in- in- instincts both in the in the run, which has helped him play in linebacker in college. Mm-hmm. But he is ball hawking as well, because he can catch the ball. This is the only thing I didn't like on tape with him, is that he seems to be able to pick up and catch the ball a lot better on offense, because he also plays offense for Michigan. Right. <laughs> but he'd be able, he seems to be able to catch and, and has better ball skills on offense than he does on defense. So I'd like to see that transition somewhat. And, and you know, to from a defensive perspective, but the fact that for Michigan, one of the biggest schools in the country, he's playing offense and defense. safety. He's also played some corner, yeah, and he's playing linebacker last season. Uh, he's just a football player, and I I'd put my money on him to have a really good professional career. So yeah, I'm totally with you. Good pick. Thanks. Let's and move on got, from the Ravens. <laughs> and, but he's got that tenacity. I think suits the Ravens sort of mould similar to the Ravens and Steelers from that perspective mm. similar personalities as football teams and I think Peppers would suit both yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no comment <laughs> let's move on then to the Washington Redskins King you're on the board yes I am yeah and who are you going with because I know exactly who I'm picking if I was the Redskins Oh, GM who are you going with can't tell you not until you've picked I don't want to influence the decision you don't nope 
I'm going to go wide receiver. Yes. Is that who you've gone with? It might be. I'm going with John Ross. I picked John Ross as well. <laughs> I'm going with John Ross. The local boy. Yes. Yes. From Washington. I've All I've written is one sentence for John Ross to describe him. Because everyone knows him now because of the combine. Fastest Set NFL record. player ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Um, John Ross. All I've put here, because I know you like this, because you picked him to be your offensive rookie of the year last year. Did. I've put Will Fuller. Yeah. But quicker and with better hands and a better route runner. Yeah. And Will Fuller was picked, oh, around the same location last year, he wasn't was, he? was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 22 or something like that. But either way, I'm all over John Ross. When you've lost to Sean Jackson, who better to pick up than the guy that has been mentored by Sean Jackson? Yeah, and is faster. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going with... Oh, I'm very happy you picked him. I'm going him. with John Ross. And it's the local connection as well. That will go down a treat. Yeah, straight out of Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm all over that, mate. Mmm. Great mind, Taste eh? Exactly. We, we think alike sometimes. Oh, okay. I've got two picks left. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Tennessee. Who are you going with at 18, Jim? Tennessee at 18. Well, I'm going to do what you wouldn't let me do... Where you picked at five, and you picked Marshall Lattimore. Yep. Is I'm picking up my big tight end OJ Howard. That's a really good pick. Yes. They have, they I'm were, finally they... gonna give Mariota a proper safety net. I think they've had the best draft so far. Titans. Yep. Yeah, Marshall Lattimore and OJ Howard. Not bad. There's what? What more can you say about OJ Howard that we haven't said already? Well, I don't know. You, you, we've said that they need a corner is an area of need and tight end is an area of need and frankly they've got the best at both positions yes and yeah. both who I have ranked in the top 10 of my draft and they've got them at 5 and at and 18. 18 so yeah I'm, mate I'm with you I'm sold if they could get those two yeah <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> well they could be they'd be massive contenders then for the FC South for sure for sure playoff bound I would say yeah so what what are your thoughts on Howard? Describe him to the just defense. that he's an absolute phenom, isn't he? He's he he's is a phenom. Too great. big, really. It's almost unfair. Yeah, except he also run a four five, <laughs> which is faster than a guy we mentioned earlier in Mike Williams, who you've taken as a wide receiver. Yep. Also, the Pro Bowl receiver Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. So he's faster than them. Oh wait, and Antonio Brown. So hang on, so he's faster than Antonio Brown, Mike Williams, and Mike Evans. Yeah. Except he's huge. Six foot six. Six foot six, yeah, perfect. 249 and, pounds. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. And he catches everything, so... He does catch everything. And frankly, he wasn't throwing the ball very much in college, so he's not banged up, which is why Gronk fell to the second Great round. blocker as well. Great blocker. He's got the technique to... Oh. To, to save Mariota from a, a world of pain. Yep. Tenacity, a bit of nastiness, playing under Saban, you're going to have all those things. Yeah, yep. love that pick for them. He'll knock over the defensive end. Three seconds later, he'll be 20-odd yards down the field and catching an easy pass. Yep, yep. And there's not a lot of tread on his tyres because I nope. think he was only thrown to about 40 times a year at Alabama. Yeah, there too many other targets at Bama, weren't there? So. And, they yep. run, and they run the ball for 400 yards a game, every game. I managed to get my guy... That many picks, <laughs> 13 picks later there you go. than I originally wanted him, but I got him for the Titans. There you go. There you, you go. Psyching so- me out of 15 by going, Titans, not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, I did. I'd have gone McCaffrey anyway. 
Good. Anyway. All right, so we've got two picks oh. left then. You've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have. What are you doing? Because I was scratching my head on this one. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go cornerback. I'm, I, I think they're going to stay true to their board. I think if Howard was still there, he's gone. Yeah. Like, Howard's theirs. But I think they're going to stay true to their boards. They bought in Brent Grimes, who had a really good season for them last year. Vernon Hargreaves had a very good rookie season for them last year. But Brent Grimes, I think, is 32, 33 years old. He's not young for a cornerback. So no. I'm going to give him a big guy. They are going to have a big guy now. Quincy Wilson. Yep. Cornerback. Florida. Yeah. Let's keep him in state. Oh, lovely. Let's keep him in state. Yeah. The size and technique, I think he is a shutdown corner waiting to happen. Is that back-to-back corners they've taken from uh, Florida? <laughs> yeah. <Yep. is. laughs> it is. So guess who he's used to playing with? Vernon Hargreaves. So yeah, put them opposing sides to each other. All of a sudden, then you've got another dynamic young duo of cornerbacks on rookie contracts. Yep. That have to stay there for four, sort of three, four, five years. That's your team set up moving forward. So yeah, that's that's who I'm going with, Quincy Wilson. Great pick. Yeah. Great pick. Thank you. It's not the way I went. Oh, if what I was if with? I was the Bucks GM, yeah, I was looking at some uh, some great players still. Okay. I went defensive end. Okay. Just because there's such an embarrassment of riches there. And my boy Taco Charlton. Taco Charlton. Taco. Yeah. He just doesn't run very fast for someone who looks very good on tape, is my observation of Taco Charlton. It's a bit unfair. No, it's not. He didn't run very fast at all in the combine. So, yeah, I'm not going with Taco Charlton. I think he's a second round pick with first round. Well, possibly. He's a first round tape. You went a four nine two forty. I mean, it's not slow. That is slow. It's not. He's, he's a defensive end. It is slow. But he got seventy tackles and fifteen and a half sacks in twenty two games. King. I, I don't care. He run a four nine two. He's got football speed. No, he hasn't. <laughs> it looks great in pass. He's faster than he's quick. Oh come on! No, four, <laughs> even you know four nine two slow. That's slow oh. for a defensive tackle. I know the stats. All right. Oh, something you can get behind. No, that's outrageous. That is outrageous. Look, anyway, you picked. You picked anyway. You I picked Quincy you Wilson. Pick. That's a great pick. I think it's a great pick. I was, Last... Like I said, I was scratching my head on that one because I didn't really know who to get for the Bucks. Best available, Quincy Wilson. <laughs> All right. Right, 20. Broncos. Last but not least, who are you going with? Well, I really didn't want to do this. Okay. Because it's not, it's not the draft for, for, uh, for the line. No. No, it's not. But the no. Broncos need help on the line, and they haven't addressed it in free agency. Yeah. So I'm going to have to address it now. Yeah. And the best tackle in the draft is Ryan Ramchick from Wisconsin. Yeah. Six six, three hundred and ten pounds. He can be a plug and play left tackle starter, as far as yeah, yeah, scouts are concerned. Mm-hmm. So I'm inclined to believe him. And if they are going to bring in Tony Romo, mm-hmm. or Whoever. They're not bringing in Romo. I think Simeon's the starting. Whoever they're going to bring in, even if Simeon's starting, they need some protection. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Because their, their offense is predicated on them being able to run the ball. Yeah. And they can't run on anyone. No, and you you can't. Uh, Devontae Booker's got no chance if he hasn't got someone to set the line or set the edge. So I'm picking up Ryan Ramchick. I know it's not a sexy pick, but. It's not. It's the Broncos' fault because they're going in hungry. 
into a draft where there's very few choices on the offensive line. No, there's a couple of guys with first-round grades, him being one of them. So I think later yep. in that draft, 20, mm, yeah, I, I think... We've seen them go higher than that maybe before. Maybe reach. Luke Jokel was second. Yeah, Jokel was second. That was a bad pick. Yeah. That was a really bad pick. We see him go. Uh, Cam Robinson. Fisher. Also, Greg Robinson, he went... Eric Fisher went first. Eric Fisher went first. He's been a reach. Cam Robinson at two for the Rams. Greg Robinson, wasn't it? Greg Robinson, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Cam Robinson's this year, Alabama. That's right, Cam Robinson's (laughs) coming out this year, so we're not going to cast any aspersions on that guy. Yeah, sorry about that, Cam. But we do see they they do go in the top ten. They absolutely... So to go down to 20, Denver need an offensive lineman. Yep. I wanted to pick someone nice and fun, but Ryan Ramchick just seems to cover what they have not sorted out in the free agency. No, I agree. I totally agree with you. Strong pick from you. I didn't want to do it because that's the end of our <laughs> mock draft for this week. Yeah, you just killed the whole thing. Yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> to get out of the back. Yeah. Shot it in the back. Okay, so uh, yeah, so next week, King, we'll we'll finish off the first round. We'll go 21 all the way down to 32. Let's. Because there'll be more guards and uh, <laughs> people we never heard of. Speak for yourself, buddy. Zane Gonzalez got to be picked up sometime. <laughs> How has he been mentioned three times? <laughs> no, one is take, no one is taking a kicker in the first four rounds again after what happened last year. No. You don't oh, so. Aguayo's so. killed it for Someone everyone. Someone always falls into the honey trap. That oh. kicker, you know, normally has a great Raiders. interview. It's normally the Raiders. It is, yeah. See, Bass is still okay for another five years. Talking of that, mm-hmm. talking of people going on for more years, yep. Jason Witten's just inked a four-year deal. Four-year deal? Yeah. Outrageous. Well, he was going to take up 12 mil on the salary cap, so it's, I think it's just to lower spread, that. I think it's to spread that 12 million it's, over four years. Exactly. It's the Brady philosophy, isn't it? You know, just yeah, good for him. Ease it out over the years, retire as a, a cowboy. Yep. It's like you said, you can't run 40 yards anymore. No. But no. he's still a complete safety blanket for, for Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's like he runs in such slow motion that no one covers him. Yeah, he's like no almost stealth. He's, he's, he's almost moved. stealth mode now, isn't he? Yeah, I've got him. I've got him. Look back. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. They should have that stealth mode for him, not beast mode. <laughs> he's so big. He you wouldn't big. have thought he was that stealthy. He is. And uh, yes, at the same time, is it Bob Kraft thinks that uh, Brady wants to go for another six or seven years? Yeah, crazy, crazy. That's just a trope, isn't it? Well, really? they for say all? that Brazilian girls keep you limber, and my God. <laughs> He is an testament to that. <laughs> well, on that note... There you go. What way to note, finish. Well done, King. What, yeah. what a way to finish, yeah. <laughs> Pulled that one out. Yeah. Uh, let's finish it then, shall we? Yes, let's. Um, we need to post up some more stuff on Twitter, I guess, about these picks that we're making. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone's got any questions about who they think their team are going to address... Have, I haven't done have loads. Of, for your team already? I haven't done loads of research, but if you want to ask about first, second, or third round, fire it over. Yes. Yeah. That's about where I am at, so yeah. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, as always, on iTunes. You can get it for free. So yeah. why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. We love free stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do. Or Double Pod if you use an Android. Uh, I use that because I don't have an iPhone. I do. You do? I'm better. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're following us on Twitter as well, at Jim and the King. Um, it's always a pleasure. Go to jimandtheking.com to find all our archive stuff, including the previous episodes. Until next week, though. Yeah. I've been Jim. That's been The King, and thanks so much for listening.